friends, this is a huge episode. It's Thursday, which, as you know, means it's a Bible study breakdown episode. But this isn't just any Bible study breakdown episode. This is the final Bible study breakdown episode in this series. And we're going over the book of Revelation. And to be frank with you, I'm nervous to record this episode. This is my 66th Bible study breakdown episode. And you'd think by now I'd have the hang of it. And on some some hand, I feel like I do. But the fact that this is the book of Revelation is intimidating, okay? So since 2022, we have been moving through the Bible in chronological order, going through each book to glean the biblical principles and apply them to our online coaching businesses so that they may bring glory to the Lord, okay? And today, we are concluding that Bible study breakdown series with the book of Revelation. And to say this book is massive is an understatement. And I've been nervous, honestly, thinking about even preparing for this episode, let alone recording it, worried that I'd somehow get it wrong. But I have prayed and I believe that the Lord has given me a word to share with you today. So I hope that you'll press play or I guess you already have. I hope that you'll continue allowing this this to play in your earbuds or through your speaker. Uh, And I pray that you're blessed by it. So let's dive in. Hey coach, welcome to the Bibles, Babies, and Business podcast. Are you ready to get more consistent, high ticket clients in your online coaching business without having to go through exhausting flops launches? Are you constantly searching for podcast episodes, looking for that key to unlocking $10,000 months in your business? Do you have big dreams of becoming debt free, going on more family vacations and staying home with your kids? But right now your business isn't even breaking $2,000 a month. Hey there, I'm Cami. I'm a Christian, a wife, and a soon-to-be mom. A few years ago, before I was known for being a high-ticket sales expert for online coaches, and before I founded my program, High Ticket Powerhouse, which offers some of the best marketing and sales strategy in the coaching industry, I was just your average online coach struggling to get by. I didn't know how to get clients, make consistent money online, or get out of the painful cycle of living paycheck to paycheck and drowning in debt. And to make matters worse, my husband and I were struggling through years of infertility and needed tens of thousands of dollars to grow our family. Oh, and on top of that, student loans and credit card debt. Needless to say, financially, we were a sinking ship. My business needed to make money. My family depended on it. That's when I discovered the art of how to close high ticket sales. And the best part? You don't need thousands of Instagram followers or ever have to struggle through another duct taped Instagram launch ever again. In this podcast, you'll find practical sales strategies to use in your own coaching business, biblical principles for the Christian entrepreneur, and a healthy dose of tough love. Because one thing you need to know about me, I don't sugarcoat it. My ultimate goal is to turn you into an absolute powerhouse at selling your high ticket coaching online. So you can be a blessing to your family, a blessing to your clients, and create life-changing impact for the kingdom of heaven. So grab your Bible, your laptop, and let's get to work. Because you were made for this. In 2000, 23 years ago, my father started a recruiting company. 
And in 2001, he started another company alongside the first one. And those two companies work synergistically together and they continue to do so and have been for the past, the, the past, the past 20 plus years to this day. I have watched my dad uh, build this business and recruit because that's what he owns. He has, owns a recruiting company. I've watched my dad recruit for literally, I'm not joking, as long as I can remember. And in 2008, after my siblings and I were all officially in school full time, my mom joined my dad working at the company. And a few years later, she too began recruiting. And then in 2022, just last year, my brother joined the company and he too began recruiting alongside my mom and dad. And this concept of recruiting is something that Honestly, I struggled to understand for many years, but as I got older, the principle of recruiting became more and more clear to me, and I kind of want to break down for you, okay, in simplistic terms. So my parents' company will receive a job order from another company, and that job order essentially says, hey, here's a position that we are needing to be filled in our company in order for our company to operate as efficiently and with as much strength as possible. Like that's what a job order is. It is requesting my parents' company to go out and find the perfect person, the perfect candidate for a particular position. So like I said, my parents' job then is to then scour our local community to find the best possible person for that position. And from everything that I have observed over the past decades watching my dad do this work, my mom do this work, my brother do this work, it has become apparent to me that it's pretty grueling work. I mean, you jump on phone call after phone call, interview after interview, and you're studying dozens and dozens of people to find that right perfect match for a particular position. Like it's kind of like honestly finding a needle in a haystack over and over and over and over and over. And as challenging as this work is, I remember my dad saying how rewarding and fulfilling it is to recruit. And the reason was, is because you get to help somebody find work that brings them purpose and it brings them joy. And it's often life-changing for their family. And it's a dual blessing, not only for the person's family and themselves, but also for the company that they're joining, because now the company gets to go, go grow bigger, stronger, and more efficient with their new team member. And now you might be wondering, Cammie, okay, like what does any of this have to do with our Bible study breakdown episode today? And what does it have to do with the book of Revelation? So, and, and even furthermore, what does it even have to do with my coaching business? Okay, well, friend, hear me. It has everything to do with it, okay? I'm gonna read a passage from the book of Revelation to you. It's gonna be from chapter five, chapter five, verse one through 14. And then we're gonna dive into this concept of recruiting and what it actually has to do with you, with this, with this episode, with Revelation and with your business, okay? So go ahead and either read along with me as long as you're in a safe place, or you can just listen to me read to you. Now, um, this is a pretty hefty chunk of passage. So uh, give me a little bit to, to read through this with you. It says, Then I saw a scroll in the right hand of the one who was sitting on the throne. 
There was writing on it, excuse me, there was writing on the inside and outside of the scroll. It was sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel who shouted with a loud voice, who is worthy to break the seals on the scroll and open it? But no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll and read it. Then I began to weep bitterly because no one was found worthy to open the scroll and read it. But one of the 24 elders said to me, stop weeping. Look, the lion of the tribe of Judah the heir to David's throne has won the victory. He is worthy to open the scroll and its seven seals. Verse six. Then I saw a lamb that looked as if it had been slaughtered, but it was now standing between the throne of and the four living beings and among the 24 elders. He had seven horns and seven eyes, which represent the sevenfold spirit of God that is sent out into every part of the earth. He stepped forward and took the scroll from the right hand of the one sitting on the throne. And when he took the scroll, the four living beings and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb. Each one had a harp and they held gold bowls filled with incense, which are the prayers of God's people. And they sang a new song with these words. You are worthy to take the scroll and break its seals and open it. For you were slaughtered and your blood has ransomed people for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. And you have caused them to become a kingdom of priests for our God. And they will reign on the earth. Then I looked again and I heard the voices of thousands and millions of angels. Think about that millions of angels. What would that sound like to hear the voices of millions of angels around the throne and of the living beings and the elders? And they sang in a mighty chorus, worthy is the lamb who was slaughtered to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. And then I heard every creature. Okay. That's key. We're going to come back to that in a second. Then I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and in the sea, they sang Blessing and honor and glory and power belong to the one sitting on the throne and to the lamb forever and ever. And the four living beings said, amen. And the 24 elders fell down and worshiped the lamb. Now, I know that that was a pretty big chunk of passage, but what I want you to understand, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to take your attention back to when it said, then I heard every creature in heaven on earth. Okay. Every creature. It didn't say some of the creatures. It said every creature. Okay. Now, next to this passage, I have a note written down in my Bible, and I'm sure it's something that I jotted down after listening to a sermon from my church, and, and it really sparked the inspiration for this episode, and it's really going to be what ties everything together. And the note next to this passage says this, heaven is my home, I'm just here recruiting. My mother and I were on the phone this morning, and she she didn't know that I was going to record this episode today, but what she said and what she's learning in her own Bible study can totally confirmed this message. And, and the, the purpose is this. We are here. The purpose of human beings on earth is to bring glory to the Father and to bring as many people as we can to heaven with us, okay? Or to make heaven packed, if, if you will. As I read that statement, heaven is my home, I'm just here recruiting. Something just clicks for me, okay? Now, maybe it's because I've been watching my family recruit professionally for so many years, but there's something so wholesome here, so holy, so simple, so peaceful about this statement, okay? The reason you and I are here on this planet, the reason we get married, the reason we have kids, the reason 
that God gives us these gifts and we develop the gifts. The reason why we start the coaching business, get the clients, all of it is for the purpose of recruiting people for the kingdom of heaven so that God can be acknowledged as the Lord over all the earth and receive glory from every creature. Okay, now I want to read one more little passage. It's much shorter, I promise. And then we're going to keep going with this episode. This is from Revelation chapter four, verses six through seven. And it says, in front of the throne was a shiny sea of glass sparkling like crystal. In the center and around the throne were four living beings, each covered with eyes front and back. The first of these living beings was like a lion. The second was like an ox. The third had a human face and the fourth was like an eagle in flight. Each of these living beings had six wings and their wings were covered all over with eyes inside and out. You guys, Revelation is wild. I strongly encourage you. I'm just going to pause here for a moment. A really great free resource to understand the Bible uh, and to honestly even see it illustrated is on YouTube and it's called Bible Project. And they will explain to you the context of each book in the Bible. And I really encourage you to go watch the two videos that they have over Revelation because it is is a wild book, which is why I was so intimidated to record it for you. Um, So here it is. Um, They were covered all over with eyes inside and out. Day after day, night after night, they kept on saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God, the Almighty, the one who always was, who is, and who is to come. Whenever the living beings give glory and honor and thanks to the one sitting on the throne, the one who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down and worship the one sitting on the throne, the one who lives forever and ever. And they lay their crowns before the throne and say, you are worthy, O Lord, our God, to receive glory and honor and power for you created all things that's key we're gonna come back to that later for you created all things and they exist because you created what you pleased friend i need you to hear this okay whether you believe it or not okay a lot of you are believers maybe some of you aren't believers irregardless of what you believe okay there is a day coming where jesus will return to judge the earth to separate those who are faithful believers from those who are not, okay? And it's not going to matter how much money you have or how many clients you've signed in your business or whether or not you hit six figures last year. None of that is going to matter. I know that we talk a lot about money and sales and things on this podcast. I'm not saying that those things um, don't have relevance or a position in your life because obviously we need money in order to you know, buy homes, buy, buy, ship, buy shelter, buy food, buy clothing. But I'm saying that like, in the end, none of that is going to matter. And the only thing that that really is going to count at that point is whether or not a person has repented from their sins, which is just a fancy way of saying turning, turning from their sins. People get really um, kind of ruffled their feathers by the word repent. It literally just means turn, okay? Turning away from your sin and proclaiming their faith in Jesus Christ as the Son of God who came to earth as a human and died for our sins and rose again to sit at the right hand of the Father. That day is coming, okay? No one except the Father knows when, but it's coming. Now, our job in the meantime is to recruit. How do we do that? By following the most important of the commandments, to love God and love people. Now, why would the most important commandment be to love God and love people. Like it's clearly states in the Bible that that is the most important commandment. And what I believe is this, if we love God first, 
then he can love others through us. And when people feel that love, they'll realize that it's a love that is beyond human ability. The point is to love people so well that when they say, when they see you, they see Jesus. Okay. How do we do that? How do we as fallen human beings love people so well, especially in a time where there's so much division um, in the country, in the world? How do we love people well? Okay. How do we do that? Well, we could sit here and honestly discuss for months, but probably even years about how to love people really well. Uh, but I want to make this really practical for you uh, as you are sitting here listening as somebody who has an online coaching business, okay? You were given a gift. I was given a gift. It's not a gift that we earned, but rather a gift that was given to us because the Father has grace and love for us. Now, maybe your gift is helping people lose weight or and gain their health back, okay? Maybe your gift is helping people rewire their brain to become aligned with the word of God like Betsy Crony. She's been on the podcast before. Maybe you're like me and your gift is helping people sharpen their sales skills so they can get more clients, help more people transform and earn money to go out and do good things with that money to bring glory to the Father, okay? Whatever your your gift is. Coach, it is important for you to acknowledge that you were given a gift and your gift is your recruiting superpower. Okay. You see, because one way, one way, not, I'm not saying the only way, one way that we can recruit people for the kingdom of heaven is to use the gift that we were given to love people. How can I use my gift to love people? Like if my gift is like teaching people how to lose weight, if it's sales, if it's, if it's mindset work, whatever it is, how do I use that gift to love people? By serving them. Matthew 28 Verses 18 through 20. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. I want you to see this again very clearly and very practically. That phrase that I just emphasized there said, Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, all nations, all nations. That means every country, every neighborhood, every age group, every industry, every race, every niche, every corner of the earth. Now, you might think, well, Cami, that's overwhelming. I can't possibly reach all the nations, okay? I'm a wife, I'm a mom, I have responsibilities at home. Well, friend, I have good news for you, okay? Uh, Jesus is way ahead of you and he knows that you have all those responsibilities. Number one, I'm gonna, I wanna give you two pieces of good, good, uh, good news here, okay? Uh, number one, that commission that Jesus gave to go out to all the nations was given to a whole group of people, not just one person, okay? It was given to a whole group of people, not just you, not just me. So you individually don't have to go out into all the nations, All you need to do is to cover what has been assigned to you. Do your part, okay? Well, what is your part, okay? You are called to love your husband. You are called to love your kids. And you are called 
to steward and serve in your business. And this is what I meant when I said that your gift is your recruiting superpower. If you were given the gift of understanding physical health, okay, go out and help people as many people as you can get healthy for the kingdom of heaven, okay? Go out and serve. And when people come into contact with you, love them and serve them so well so that when they see you, they see Jesus, okay? Now, I have another piece of good news for you, okay? The first one was that you don't, you individually don't have to go out into all the nations. You just have to cover what was assigned to you, okay? Your spouse, your kids, your business. Uh, I'm not saying that there are other, are other things that are assigned to you, but those are just a few. Now, the other piece of good news uh, I cannot take credit for, I heard this from Pastor Mike Todd from Transformation Church, and it's this, okay? There is a way for you to go out into different corners of the world nearly every day and yet still be home making your kids and husband supper every night. How is that possible? Social media. Now, how cool is it that God created such a tool a social media to make it even easier for you to steward over your gift, over your marriage, over your children, over your church, over your friends, over your business, all in the same day and reach people all across the world. Now you might think, Cami, God didn't create social media. Oh, really? Okay. Well, what about what we just read there um, in Revelation 4, 11, Okay. And it says, You are worthy, O Lord, our God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things. All things. Not some things, not half of the things. You created all things. But you might say, well, Cami, there's so many downfalls of social media, so how could you say that God created it? Well, friend, there's so many downfalls of human beings too, but are you really about to make the argument that God didn't create human beings in his image? Friend, the enemy has made it his mission to take what the Lord has created for good and to use it for evil, okay? He's done it with humans. He's done it with churches. He's done it with money. He's done it with social media, and he'll keep doing it. See, the enemy doesn't have new tricks. He just regurgitates his old tricks, using them in whatever is relevant in the modern day, okay? So what's the point of all of this? The point is this. You were made for such a time as this, okay? That is from Esther, I believe, chapter 4, verses 14, You were made for such a time as this. You were given your husband, your kids, your gift, your business, your friends, your family, those clients for a reason. And that reason is to recruit. So go recruit. Now, that is a mission of my business, okay? I want to teach you how to recruit in your business in the form of sales, in the form of getting clients, so that you can then go out and serve those clients and serve them well and love them well, so that when they see, see you, they see Jesus. And God is so good. He says that if you seek him above all else, he will provide for you according to his will, meaning that he will provide for your needs according to his will, okay? He's gonna help you pay the bills. He knows you have kids to feed. He's going to help you feed the kids. He's going to help you pay off your debt. He's going to help you love your husband well. He's going to help you raise your kids with compassion. He's going to help you with that. Okay? So coach, I hope that today's episode really massively encouraged you and even motivated you to be even more committed to your business than ever. And for more reasons than just the money. Okay. I know that you want to make the money. I want to make the money. Like like we have to make the money. Like otherwise we don't have businesses. Right. But that's not the only reason why I want you to be committed to the business. I want you to be committed to the business for more than the money, but to recruit for the kingdom of heaven. 
I have been uh, reading the Bible chronologically over the past three years. And yesterday I finished the Old Testament. I was very proud of myself. (laughs) I was so happy. Um, And I want to leave you with this passage that I read from Zechariah yesterday. Now, for context, this is when the Lord was telling his people to finish rebuilding his temple after it had been ruined. And this is what it says in Zechariah uh, 8, 9. This is what the Lord of heaven's army says. Be strong and finish the task. Now it says again in verse 12, for I am planting seeds of peace and prosperity among you. The grapevines will be heavy with fruit. I love that. And lastly, in verse 13, so don't be afraid. Be strong and get on with building the temple. Coach, I want to leave you with this. Get on with rebuilding the business. Okay. Maybe you've been trying to build this thing for a day, a week, a month, a year, five years. I don't know how long you've been trying to build this business. And some of you might even be feeling discouraged at this point, feeling like um, when it when it says that the grapevines will be heavy with, with fruit, meaning like that you're going to reap a lot of fruit from your business. Maybe you don't feel like that right now. Okay. Can I tell you that it says in the Bible that we cannot mock the justice of God and we will reap what we sow. It may not be in your time frame, but you will reap a harvest if you sow good seeds and you steward over those good seeds. Okay. So friend, plant good seeds, finish the task, finish building the business, not so you can become rich, although that is a potential benefit that God may also bless you with, but build the business so that you can recruit for the kingdom of heaven. Friend, I want to thank you for joining me for 66 Bible study breakdown episodes. Can you even just wrap your mind around the fact that we've done 66 of these? It's amazing. Um, And this has been a really beautiful way uh, for me to challenge myself, to familiarize myself with every book in the Bible. I haven't read it all chronologically yet. I'm starting in the book of Matthew now uh, that I finished the Old Testament. But it has challenged me to familiarize myself to get at least get in each book of the Bible. And I pray that it's blessed you because it's definitely blessed me. Friend, I love you. Have a blessed week. And I'll talk with you again on Monday. Hey, coach. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you got exactly what you needed to hear, even if it stung a little. Every week, I am committed to showing up here on the show and bringing you not one, but two value-packed episodes to help you grow deeper in your faith, build a profitable coaching business, and become an absolute powerhouse at getting high-ticket coaching clients online. And the number one way that you can support the Bible's Babies and Business podcast is by taking 30 seconds to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and then share this show with a friend. Thank you for partnering with me to get these episodes out to as many online coaches as possible because the world needs more powerhouse women building online coaching businesses for the kingdom of heaven. I appreciate you. I love you. And I'll see you in the next episode.